You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Welcome back to Reclamation. I don't know about you all, but if you're paying attention to the news, perhaps it's even going on in your household, very likely. At some level, it's probably going on in your household. You're experiencing it in some way. And you're probably not knowing what to do with it. You don't know necessarily what it means or how to manage it or what it means for this or that. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about pronouns. Dun, dun, dun. Pronouns, pronouns, <laughs> pronouns, right? And if you want to put... Guys and gals, days and days nows. and nows. And if you wanted to put it at like a political level, it's divisiveness at best. If you want to look at it at a relationship level, it's something completely different. And I dare to say that the divisiveness in the pronoun conversation comes from the fact that we have been desensitized to relationships and that it's so much easier to just to go "Mm, up yours, not doing it, not paying attention. I don't care because if it doesn't fit into my construct, it's not worth investing. Right. And it's destroying families. It's causing political separation and it's, ugly. And so today we're going to we're going to be shedding light on the pronoun conversation because it's been very active in our world. We are social scientists. This is something that we examine, something we study, it's something that we talk about in our house because well, honestly, it's it's something that we we help people with in their own existence on how to navigate the world as we continue to learn how to navigate ours. And I for one, I'm just going to start this off and I'm going to throw it to the two of you is as this whole pronoun conversation came on, I was a little bit resistant as well, right? I could, but I could, I was paying attention to it and the friction that it caused in me. And then I stopped and asked myself, why am I feeling this way? What do I care? I'm not in a relationship with those people or anybody. They can call themselves whatever they want. What do I care? But then I started examining that at a further level and realized that it's much deeper than that. It, it is a relationship thing. Uh, Neva, I know you identify as they, right? And that's something that you've asked your friends and our family to uh, to to honor. And it was in that space because I felt that piece of me wanting to resist calling you they, we were referring to you as they when I've always referred to you as she. And I had to wrap my mind around that because at the end of the day, you're my daughter. I don't care. You want me to call you purple dinosaur, I will call you purple dinosaur because my relationship with you is what matters the most. And if that's how you want to show up in the world, I'm going to build that relationship with you because it doesn't change you. It doesn't change the nature of our relationship. And I'm happy to do that to honor our relationship so you can go out and explore and figure out who you want to be. And I think that's really what's at the heart of this. Tony, what what do you see in this? Because I want to I want to save this one for after <laughs> the break. What do you see and what what is the root that we're we're looking at right now? 
Well, I actually, do, it does affect relationships. And that that's where the resistance comes in is because we don't have a relationship with Purple Dinosaur. We have a relationship with Neva because that was the name that we provided. And as parents, it it does tug on those strings. And I think that we've discovered really what's at the heart and, and, and at the heart of it is this relationship thing. Even with the pronouns, what we noticed was moving from she to they, there's no roots under that they. Correct. It doesn't have a feeling to it. Neva's not in that word for us at all. And so it was, it, it, it what it did in our systems energetically, emotionally, cellularly was really kind of bizarre. It's like, it's just a word. However, it's the word that represents the relationship that we've been cultivating since Neva became a thought in our existence. That's tough. That's a tough one because in our hearts, of course, we want to create spaces where everybody can express themselves fully and be free to change that up. We are all about the freedom to discover ourselves. And yet the relation, it has an impact on relationships. And so this isn't a simple conversation as we're going to discover, I'm sure, as the episode continues. Yeah, this is this is um, this is good stuff. And, and folks, our our desire with this conversation is to give you some insights for yourself to recognize that you're not alone in this. These are all the things that are going on in our minds as human beings as we explore these new new frontiers and what relationship looks like as the next generation comes on and goes, you know what? The way you guys were doing it doesn't work. This is where we're going. And how do we go there together to give you some insights to some clarity as to recognize that this is not as big of a deal as it is being made out to be. It shouldn't be the weapon that it is. And hopefully you'll glean that from the conversations that we have here today. But before we go on break, one of the things that will help you understand this, these types of conversations at a much deeper level and help you navigate them with grace, with your loved ones, with those that you're in relationship with, is the SIFA process. SIFA has been something that has allowed me to really focus on what's important here right and it's the relationship piece and it's taking into consideration that pronouns are are part of the relationship container and the next generation is being asked is asking for that to, to they're renegotiating what that looks like and sifa will help you see that for yourself and understand that it's not a threat matter of fact it's an invitation into something much bigger and it doesn't mean that your world has to change but there's choice in all of it and what are you going to choose at the end of the day getting hung up on a pronoun or focusing on your relationship what are you going to work towards so come check out sifa join us in one of our experiences or hop on a sifa session if you're you're needing assistance right now either way come play with us inside of the sifa container over at superpowerexperts.com click on the sifa tab you can learn all you need there stay with us we'll be right back Hi everyone, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? 
Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Reclamation. Okay, we were, we're this this conversation is one of those if you're still listening, congratulations. Kudos to you because you're demonstrating that this is something that you're 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 willing to look at, that you're wanting to examine, that you're wanting to take on for yourself because you, you know it matters. You know there's really no escaping it. And rather than staying embattled with it, perhaps you want to understand. And that's really our goal here is to help shed some light in the understanding of it. Now, Tonya, before the break, you were talking about how this does, the concept of pronouns and they and the, thou and, and all of it in relate does impact relationships, right? Because we don't have, historically, we don't have relationships with they or you know, a, a whatever pronoun somebody's referring to, if, especially if it's a, an existing relationship. If it's a new relationship, it's easy, right? If it's a new relationship and somebody goes, hey, I prefer that you call me they or you prefer you call me this, cool. It's a new relationship. I can honor that and build that if I want that relationship, right? But how do you do that with relationships that are existing and are, are changing. And we did we recently did an episode on, on the apple flavor pomegranate about creating changeable, change-able relationships. So go take a look at, listen to that episode as well. Uh, but I want to get a little inside perspective as to what, what this is, because First and foremost, Neva, you're you're brilliant in this space, and you've you've really shed a lot of clarity for me on what it is. Because I saw, I was like, "They is not an individual thing, right?" Well, I want to argue with the whole "they" means more than one person, right? And I recognize that that's just old programming, and that's not necessarily true in the new construct that's being created. So, shed some light. Drop the mic. <laughs> hit us with what you got that's what what's you're what's gonna the- start rapping please start talking okay so basically uh, <laughs> good call um so to shed some initial light i recently well not recently but started identifying as non-binary this year um which has been something that's been in my construct for a while now and so with that of course led to a lot of change in our family because it was the first time i've ever communicated that to like our family. And so I think, especially since most of my friends are in the LGBTQ plus community, it's not really a big discussion for me. It's just kind of like, okay, someone it is just is. Yeah. Someone uses they, them pronouns. Cool. Someone uses neo pronouns. Cool. Someone uses she, her cool. And so it wasn't really a big discussion for me, but then realizing, Oh, it is a big discussion for other people. And I think the concept of respecting people's pronouns and stuff like that is really important because it shows us that our identities can continue to change and that who we are doesn't need to be in a strict box. Like, I think as a society, we've been able to evolve so far. And of course, we can continue to evolve. But I think we're going to get to the point where the concept of using multiple pronouns isn't even a big discussion. But with that... I think is also taking into account that there's people who've been here before, like my generation, who have no flipping clue what we're talking about. And and so building up the respect between those two communities of people is really important so we can get to the place where there's a mutual understanding and respect for all parties considered. Because 
it is a big conversation for some people and it's not a conversation for others and so bridging the gap between the two worlds i think can lead to a place where people don't have to sacrifice who they are for someone else's comfort and people can just be understanding and comfortable with the different identities i think that i think you're 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 spot on i my mind immediately goes to like um like a sci-fi movie right like star wars you're inside the Mos Eisley bar and you look around and there's all sorts of different species of aliens and stuff, right? I'm and an pe- people are excited about UFOs and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, folks, that's never going to freaking happen if we can't get past the pronoun conversation, right? I mean, we are so restricted in our thinking if we get triggered by pronouns to think that sci- something like a sci-fi movie is ever going to be a thing, right? I mean, pretty certain that you know if they're monitoring the signals they're just skipping over the planet right now um because they're like uh well we're we're a combination of three different types of pronouns and none two of which you have no identification of right i mean how do we ever get to that place and i think it comes from i think it comes from our, our fear of wanting to connect because that that's really where i think this stems from is that if I can't put it into a box, a binary he or she, then I don't know what to do with it. But what I love about what you said, you said this earlier, right? Binaries for computers. We're a little bit more complex than that in ourselves. So continue your thought. And I wanna I wanna talk I wanna talk to your mom about and see what her thoughts are on on where this all stems from and, and how do we how do we how do we solve it? So what's your final thought on that? I have many thoughts, so this well, won't I'm be sure my final. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think what it is is, of course, there's continued room to evolve, and also looking at, like, like you said, like the aliens are going to be disappointed in us. <laughs> like, that doesn't give people incentive. I don't know what will be accepting of the aliens are going to visit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I think looking at how complex our identities are, right? Of it's so interesting like talking to people who think that the pronouns conversation is different and then they'll go and refer to someone as a she the next moment. And so it's like, I think also is educating people so they actually understand what we're talking about because it's not a new conversation. And we've come so far that we can continue to come farther that the aliens won't be disappointed and they can come see us too. <laughs> well, and, and, and to, but to, but to that, to that point, I, I think that it, it's what you said, it's that generational gap, right? It's the fear of the unknown, but what you are all asking of us to do is create something different. You're, you're looking back at our generation going, no, it just, this doesn't work. It's not, it's divisive, it doesn't work. How do we make room for all of it? So now, Tony, you, you've been in this space a lot longer than I have. This is, this is, you've been in that world for a lot longer. You've seen a different perspective and, and you've been helping guide a lot of these conversations with our clients, with our family, helping people navigate that for themselves as to what this means when, like I said, it's easy to do when you're, if it's a new relationship and they refer, they prefer to be called a certain way, it's a new relationship. What does that mean? Or what does that look like? How do we bridge that gap with, those that were in existing relationships are now looking back and going, you know what, this doesn't work for me anymore because it's too divisive, it's too limiting, and we, I think we can create something better from a new space because of how we choose to identify with each other. 
what does that look like? I mean, you hinted at the beginning that this is challenging in existing relationships. So hit us with your knowledge. It's because it's both not a big deal and also a very big deal. And, and by that, what I mean is, is if we can keep it in perspective, it, I find that is, is helpful for folks. Um, focusing on the relationship is important. What are people asking for when they're asking for change? When they're saying, hey, I don't see myself reflected in this definition. Um, I, I love that, that Neva's involved in these movements because, you know, decades ago, the, those that, that was where I got my start understanding myself and people. And then it was a little bit different. And I, I had to look at this too. So for some of you, especially women around my generation, this may be challenging because many of us remember fighting to be seen as powerful as women, specifically within the box that we were placed within, butting up against the alternative box in a very binary system. That was a very real existence for many of us, and we didn't see ourselves reflected in the masculine, and we fought and fought to get the feminine represented, yes. to get she in there, to get space, to find ways to carve out somewhere we could see ourselves reflected. And that's not, I mean, that, that was, you know, my journey was something specific, but now we're talking about coming into awareness of, of what's happened in some of our BIPOC communities. And, and it's really important that we acknowledge that there have been, um, from civil rights to women's rights to, to all rights that are really clearly being, um, you know, we're, we're just, we're just not going to stand for anything less right now as a whole. And it creates a, a lot of messiness. I do believe there's a, a ton of richness in the pronoun conversation. Um, if people it, are willing to have a conversation. If we're willing to have a conversation. So, so we can dive into the complexities, but really here's my advice is one, keep perspective, take a breath, right? Take a pause and recognize that we tend to short circuit a little bit if we don't have a program for something. <laughs> and right now, if we don't have programs for things, we're short circuiting really quickly because we're frazzled. Our nerves are shot. We feel raw. We honestly, most of us feel, feel like, most of us feel like we can't take one more thing to deal with. And then somebody wants to change something, you know, in, in our relationship, whatever. It, it's just, and it's, and so every little thing right now feels monumental. Let's just acknowledge collectively that that's a very real Correct. feeling for all of us. And when we can accept that and say, okay, we're not all real solid right now and real confident and real centered in how we're approaching things. So we're going to approach things with ease and, or what not, may, may not be ease, with grace, patience, right? And a curiosity and a willingness to say, hey, I'm noticing that this makes me very uneasy. We need to, we need to tread really lightly here. I, I love you and I want to understand. And I'm really noticing all of this going on inside of me. And then really take a hard look at yourself and ask, like, how willing to evolve am I? Yeah. Right? Because I do think the pronoun conversation, I'll take it out galactically for a moment. I think it's really inviting us to um, expand ourselves into understanding even the divine in its complexity. Correct. We, as we move beyond satisfying ourselves with seeing the divine or the creative in, in a, in a purely kind of 
masculine form, many of us don't resonate with that. Many of us don't see ourselves reflected in that. And that is changing. And, and, and so to adopt a more kind of universal concept that reflects more of us, um, is, is part of what this whole movement is about on the highest of levels. And at a, at a physical level, on a world level, we're not going to tolerate systems, institutions, solutions, or anything that don't reflect more than a binary. It's just not going to be accepted. Um, and so really allowing these conversations to open you up um, and, and becoming aware of your own limitations and restrictions and why you might feel a little bit resistant. Yeah. Um, and particularly in families, let's be very gentle with these. And, and if you don't feel really well equipped to handle them, then get some assistance in handling them before you say something or do something that destroys Joyce, a relationship yes. you really care about, particularly with your children. Hear what they're asking for. They're asking for space to find themselves. They're asking for something different than what we've shown them. They are jaded in ways that we can't even possibly imagine at young ages, looking out into a world where they're not real sure who's going who's gonna to lead them. Who's got answers? Because they're not seeing really great examples right now. And so I think we can understand why our younger people might be saying that they're not really interested in doing things the way that we did. No, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because you're right there. Uh, we, we've, I mean, just look, watch the stories, look at your friends. We, we've seen this in, in, in local organizations. These conversations, well, the conversation's happening regardless if you want it to or not. And those that aren't wanting to have the conversation, it's destroying families. It's destroying relationships because the, there's one side or two sides that are so got a death grip on it has to be this way that it's it's destroying families. We, we've seen it. We, we've we've talked to folks that, that that's where that's been the case. It's been challenging in our family, and this is what we do all the time. And so please recognize the, these are tugging at real deep levels, and um, it, they're not always easy conversations. No. And also, Mom, I love how you talked about the correlation between like the cisgendered women movement and the trans movement, especially because that's something we can talk about in our own home because we can both speak to those sides of things. And I think it's showing such an awesome opportunity for us to bridge the gap so everyone can be represented because also I think it's important for younger uh, younger generations generations to recognize the people that came before us and fought for their place in this world and good point it's because of those people that we don't have to fully fight and with that though we have fights of our own that we have to address and that we go through and quite honestly sometimes those fights happen from the same people who probably would understand it most because they don't want to share and that's a really challenging conversation to have because what happens when there's people who feel, feel like they fought their entire lives just to be recognized as someone whole outside of different communities within a binary and when these people come in who are like screw the entire binary i want to be represented alongside you then they're like uh what the heck i've been fighting this entire time and now someone wants to come in and take the work that i've fought my entire life for and of course that might not 
be the fairest um, place to come from, not recognizing what those people have gone through. But I think that we have to recognize all the different sides and all the different layers, and especially within our own families. Like when I came to you, mom, and was like, hey, I want to use they, them pronouns, you could be like, absolutely not. Nope, that's not a conversation. We're not having this. And that you could have gone that way, but you didn't. And thanks for that. Appreciate you. Um, but it's important to recognize these conversations and not only for the older generations to educate themselves on like what's happening, but for the younger generations to recognize what's already happened to make it so they can even exist without like risking dying for who they are. Like they don't realize how far we've come already. And so we need to keep having the conversation. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw the, uh, I'm gonna throw something out because you just addressed the younger generation for that. What's important for them to recognize, right? I think what's important for the older generation to recognize is that we've done the fighting, so your generation can have the freedom to do what they want. So let's have the conversation rather than pitting each other against it because. When the older generation is not willing to have the conversation, they're wanting to go, yeah, but I fought for this. And you don't get to take it away. You're not asking to take it away. You're, you're just saying, no, the he, she's still there. <laughs> we We're can wanting share. to build on top of it now. And if I might speak, because I myself am an advocate, and I know I don't just do this work so I can have a good existence. I do it for everyone to have a good existence. And... I think it's silly of anyone who's advocated for any part of human rights to think that that's not going to flee into the future. Like if you were working in, in the past and think, oh yeah, I'm not going to share this work with the people of the future, then I think it's quite silly. And so like, <laughs> like that work has an impact. And quite honestly, if you're not willing to share, then I think it kind of belittles the work that you did because we're all fighting for the same thing. The thing is, it doesn't even need to be a fight because it's so silly. This is a conversation that's been around forever, literally. It doesn't need to be an argument. It doesn't need to be a war that we fight for each other. It's simply saying, hey, all of you who've done all this work, so everyone can be included more, can you move aside a little bit so we have room to say something too? And with that, then it leads for peace in families and it leads for peace in the world so we can all show up and exist as we want to be. And then the pronoun conversation doesn't seem that scary because it's really not. And we have other things to worry about. Your pronouns and who you are and your gender is, of course, a big part of it, but it's not all of it. And if that's the first thing you see in someone, then maybe you should get to know them a little bit more before judging. Yeah, and, and recognize that, you know, if you go out and about and you're engaging in the uh, uh, an organization or a business or a restaurant and somebody asks you your pronouns, it's nothing to take offense to. They're just wanting to know how to interact. In they want to respect you. And relate to you. It's something you should, it's literally a new form of consideration. And that's really what this boils down to is, in those relationships, where are we giving consideration? And we've gotten lazy with the with the binary. And I know we can do better. And I know it's not easy. And I know that what comes next, because it's already happening. It's already happening. The conversation's happening. The corporations are changing to this because they want to be more inclusive. They want to identify with more because guess what? If they don't, they die. <laughs> Those businesses are going to go. If you away. aren't accepting, die. Right. They, <laughs> and the aliens won't come. <laughs> the aliens won't come. 
right? And they're making fun of me. It's <laughs> it's okay because I want because I want the aliens to come. Damn it! We're delighting uh, with you. But this is this is the point. We get it. We know it's not easy. We know it can be triggering, but it's just there for you to examine for yourself. And if you need assistance, reach out. We're here. This is what we do all the time. Tonya, final thoughts. Soften your hearts and remember what's important. Invest in the relationships that are going to continue to support you moving forward. Um, and, and hold tight. Hold tight to those. Um, yeah. Neva, final thoughts. What she said, and open your hearts and be I willing. You just did that, <laughs> So do I. That's negative five. No, I didn't do Even anything. It, it was what her, you said. It wasn't for the reason. It okay. Was also, what she said. Okay. Anyways. That was <laughs> and open your hearts, us. and that's a whole nother discussion. Open your hearts and be willing to have a conversation. See the person before the pronoun, and just be accepting dude like for real it's that easy just be nice to people and because when you're nice to people you get so much in return and for those older generation advocates thank you for your work so people like me can exist and for the younger people out there educate yourself and keep doing this work because it doesn't need to be a fight and it doesn't need to be a big scary conversation and the aliens will come see us very soon if we keep <laughs> working for this. I'm never going to hear the end of this today, folks. And never going to hear the end of this. And love each other and love yourself because that's the best we can do at the end absolutely, of the day. Absolutely. Well, this, I have to admit, uh, folks, this, this conversation was uh, a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. And uh, mainly because I, because I know how I've been managing it internally and, and doing it. So thank you for having this conversation with me today. Uh, and thank you for listening. And if you're needing assistance and you want to know, or you want a modality that's going to help you navigate not just the pronoun conversation, but stress, PTSD, anxiety, anything that's coming up that you want to be able to get clarity for yourself in, then come join us in one of our experiences or come join us, go get a CIFA session, join us in our CIFA classes, learn how to do this for yourself. We advocate for having a CIFA certified person in your family because it is really what is making the difference. And the reports that we're getting back from the field, the people that are utilizing this in the, the CIFA modality in their own life is remarkable. It's not just our family, it's 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 a thing. It's a movement. And come join us. Come play with us. We're here. And remember, from our inspired family to yours, we love you. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.